Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, I got the one for you. Covers the Grizzlies for the... Danny Nepkin joins us every Thursday. He joins us now. A little jaunt down to FedEx Forum last night, huh, amigo? Yeah, caught a Tigers game, caught a Tigers win. I might be the good luck charm, uh, I think, for the Memphis Tigers and Penny Hardaway. So, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Fun game last night. Yeah. Let's talk about why you really went down there. Did you go down there to see a dead body? No. I mean, honestly... The reason I went down there, well, one, is because I just, I'm, I'm trying to write more now. I'm trying to expand out of the Grizzlies a little bit uh, occasionally. And so I was listening to Jeff and Jeffrey talk on the radio earlier this week, and they were just talking about how the vibes are going to be weird. Like, and the vibes were weird. It was not a great crowd. Um, and how it was just going to be sort of different um, and feel different. And I went down there not knowing, but there was two options, right? It was either the Tigers get right, really three options. The Tigers get right, they win big, everybody's talking about quitting. Uh, The quitting conversation will have to continue because it's just one game. But, you know, vibes are a little bit better because they got somewhat on the right track. And then there was the dead body option. Um, And so either way, uh, I had plans to write. I was curious what fans think. It's interesting, though, because I'm constantly reminded that what you see on the Internet doesn't apply to every person. We want to. We want to apply it to the greater fan base, but that's not exactly true. I I think that's just true in life, you know what I'm saying, like just socially. Say it again. Yeah, it's so like, like it's you get the extreme on online, and then you get to the real life, and it's a lot more, you know, neutral. It's not all. Not everybody's like you, John. You know, not, <laughs> doom and, not everyone is doom and gloom. Um, now it's not great. I mean, everybody recognizes that they have to be better and play better. That includes Penny and his players. But not everybody is uh, is sulking. Um, some people just love the program so much that they just desire to be around it. 
And uh, I thought I was able to somewhat capture that with uh, the column I wrote. Well, th- th- that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about because y- you spoke with a, a, a lovely woman who uh, had a sign, and she's an older lady, and she just she seemed like I, I'm just guessing on this, right? Like a, a very sort of general surface level idea. Like she doesn't really know like who who on the team was like quit and. Who on the team got what in IL and who, you know, it's like she doesn't really know that and she doesn't really care about that. She's just like, this team is the team that I love. They wear the, the logo that I love and that's Penny down there. And I'm going to be here for this team in spite of all the, you know, and I, I got to tell you, I, th- I think I lost that ability a long time ago. And maybe like, I think I just sort of know too much about the teams that I follow, but I admire just being able to enjoy something in sports for what it is without it having to mean anything without me having to extrapolate. You know what I mean? Like it felt like she did that. I feel the same way. Yeah, no, that, that would be probably an accurate description of, of the situation. Um, And I kind of agree with you. That's like me and the Chicago bears, right? I'm just waiting for them to screw this up somehow, right? That this should be an exciting time, but for me it's not because it's, I'm just like waiting for them to mess it up. I just know that they're going to mess it up. I'm trying to figure out how they're going to mess it up. Um, and that's the pessimistic, over-analytical fan in me. But I'm, that's also kind of our job is to analyze and to do that type of work. Um, and then you remember – that some people just really love their university, you know, like some people just really love their teams and no matter, and there are Grizzlies diehards that are still coming to every game and are enjoying the heck out of watching Gigi Jackson and Vince Williams Jr. And it puts, it gives you some perspective, right? Like that's what you want when you're a sports fan is to have it matter so much that even when you're 77 years old, mm-hmm you're not leaving for the arena until you finish blow-drying this sign because you're tired of hearing people say that your team quit. Yeah. You know? Like, that's what you, that's what you hope for. Well, um, yeah. And, and so I, I, li- I like being able to sort of capture a different perspective. Well, and I think it's like, unfortunately, I think for a lot of us, a lot, not, I'm not saying everybody, obviously, because, you, you know, you just talked to this woman last night. But I do think there is an element of cynicism that being a fan of a sports team beats into you. Isn't there? Like, I mean, I, yeah. I, and I'm not saying for everybody, but I'm saying, you know, like, I, I'm the same way with the Raiders. You know, like, I'm not like, like, I wish I could be blindly optimistic about the Raiders. I wish I could just believe that uh, Antonio Pierce is the guy and that we're going to go find a quarterback and that this is all going to be hunky dory. I wish I could believe that, you know, Memphis was going to win the next eight games and that, you know, I, and there are people out there that do believe those things, you know, like there, and that doesn't make them wrong or me right. It's just like, I don't have that ability to do that. I just feel like it's just kind of funny. You you see the images at, at sports games and everybody's like cheering it, but like, you know, in the in between, there's a lot of cynicism about your team's ability to to do what you want it to do. Right. Well, and my goal too in writing it was not what I was hoping to avoid was kind of like this. Everything's fine. See, this team hasn't quit. Like that's not what I was trying to come portray. Right. And I hope I didn't because I did mention in the column several times like this doesn't fix everything, right? But it was a good night. And I think you have to acknowledge that that was a good night. In in the end, this matters to Penny. 
and I heard you guys talking about it a little bit, and I think Jason's dead on, because this is a crossroads right now, right? Like, we've been talking about if this is the guy for the job, and I feel like a lot of people still believe it is, including myself. Um, but I do think that there are certain things that are going to need to change, and it starts with showing you have the ability to make these players buy in. And to see it happen on the floor matters. And they need to show that as much as they can from now until the end of the season because you don't want the red flags flying when all of the when the next group of guys, the next crop of guys has to come here. And, you know, we, we all know it's about NIL, great, whatever. But players want to win too. And if, it, if, if there's the reputation of, yeah, you can go to Memphis, you might collect an NIL check, but it's not going to get you any better and your team's not going to win, like it, it becomes a bigger challenge. So Penny needs to at least show that he can get this thing back on track. I think that's pretty important, and that still does matter. Uh, Drew, great work on the three-part series that you've got up now at DailyMemphia.com on Jaron Jackson Jr. You had teased it with us uh, last week, and I uh, went through it. Man, it's great work. And I thought his mom, who you talked to, probably summed up the maybe maybe in a way the whole thing best, saying there's a lot of layers to Jaron. There, there's so many layers to him, and you you sort you go through those layers uh, in this three-part series. I, I'll just ask you this way. Toughest part of sitting down and writing that, right, when you've got so many so many layers. What Was it tough to do, or did this one just flow off the pin as well? No, this one was the by far the most challenging yeah. of the three that I've done. Um, and I've kind of explained this uh, a couple different places already, but, like, when you write about John Dez because they were so under-recruited, because they're from small-town America, people want to jump at you and tell you how great those guys are and how great how they knew that they were great before anyone else did. Mm. And they want to do that. Well, Jaron didn't have that background. Like, that's just not the background he came from. Yep. It makes him – he, he's more interesting in a way because – he ha- has all these different layers. He has all these different interests. Um, and he's pretty self-made. Um, like, he he learned about fashion from the time he spent on the Internet because he was an only child. And he had these guide rails of these high-profile parents that definitely really helped him uh, reach his goals and I think had a major influence on his life. He was always an extremely gifted athlete. Everyone sort of recognized that he was a great basketball player, a great skier as a kid, a great swimmer. Like, whatever he did, he was the best at, despite the fact that he was younger than everybody else. And so I think it was just a it was a very different type of series to write. It made it much more challenging. In turn, it makes it rewarding when you're able to put it together. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's still so much that never even made it into the pieces. And I did a newsletter today that includes a couple other things that I never got to with Jaron's dad um, about being an NBA parent and, you know, dealing with your child having all this extra attention. And he felt like maybe he was a little bit more prepared for it because he was once in the league, but no, no parent can really be prepared for that. And uh, it's, there's just, there's just, a lot of layers to him and he has a really interesting story and I'll tell you what that that boarding school blew me away that I wrote about in the second part yeah it really is like Harry Potter in the woods 
it's crazy um, how like culturally diverse it actually is because they have students from all over the world, um, highly prestigious academic institution, quintessential Indiana high school basketball from the practice gym in the barn to the aluminum ceiling, you know, gymnasium where you can hear the snow falling off the roof. And I mean, everything about it blew me away. And I think that was probably the single most formative year in his life. Mm -hmm. And to be able to capture that was pretty cool because I think it really helps tell the story of Jaron Jackson. I do think, like, as I was reading it. Well done. And it it was was obviously well done, and it obviously took a lot of things. It took time. It took, um, you know, effort to go and talk and, and, and visit with all these people. Um, and it obviously took patience on the part of, you know, our, our people at the Daily Memphian. And I, and I thought two things. One, that it was a great piece and a great series. Two, that, man, we're going to miss this. Because someday these kinds of journalistic pieces are not going to happen. They're just not. The ones that help us get to know the yes, actual players. The three-part series that take weeks, months to do. This is what's being phased out of it. it, it, You know, people are not, you know, these publications, most publications are not going to be patient enough to allow a writer to do that, you know? Um, And I do think that, you know, the the fan will be worse off for that because they they won't, that layer won't be peeled back in the same way. And that's just what I thought when I, when I, you know, when I saw them, like, you know, someday in in the not too distant future with, AI and everything that's changed in the world and budgets and things like that, you know, the leeway that writers get, it feels like, is going to be less and less. So, no, I think you're 100% right. And I'll, I'll just add, my goal when I set out for the jaw piece was to capture his life. And, and by the way, you mentioned all the things it takes. It also takes cooperation. So yeah, thank you to the Grizzlies. Thank you to the Grizzlies players for wanting me to tell their stories. So I really appreciate all the help I got from Jaron, from from John, from Dez, and their families. Um, so I should just mention that. But my goal was to be able to capture this this superstar in a way that somebody has not quite captured this superstar. Because one day we're going to look back on Ja. And we're going to say that was the very first player of his kind to ever play for the Grizzlies. Mm. And who is he? You know, who is he? And uh, I think that I, I was proud of what, what came out of that series. And then to do the same thing for Jaron and then Dez, now it's like, okay, I feel like I've played my part in kind of chronicling this big three. And I'm proud of that. And I think that people will be able to look back on those series and get an understanding of, you know, what it's like or what it was like when those three guys were here and kind of what made up that, that big three. But, uh, but I'm, I'm going into practice guys right okay. now. Yep. Um, uh, so I got to go. Okay, but, my friend. Uh, Thank you, brother. I appreciate you having me on. Yep. yep Pleasure's ours. Yep. Thank you. Drew. Here's Drew Hill. Covers the, uh, Grizzlies for the daily Memphian. Yeah. I, I, uh, I definitely think that's just going to be a, a, a bastion of, of days gone by, right. Of just those long winded, you know, multi-part series that, you know, you get access, you get amazing access, but you're just not going to get the time. You're not going to have the, 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 the wherewithal, right, from you because it's about the day-to-day stuff now. 
It's about the churning out content, 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 content. You got to feed that machine every single day. And it's hard to do all of those things at the same time, you know, like to do and to do a story like that and to do it right. You have to damn near, you have to block out things. You have to, there has to be some short term sacrifices and most of these media companies are just not willing to let that happen. There's that. And then the, what, what Drew touched on, you said too, the, the accessibility part, uh, I would add to that in terms of this dying out because more, and we see it with the Grizzlies, you're going to try to control your own stories. You know, there has to be a trust factor when you when you give Drew Hill or or DeMichael that accessibility. There has to be a trust factor, right? Well, in a lot of these instances, we're seeing organizations, uh, franchises, Grizzlies included, do their own media work and put out want to put out their own stories. Why have the newspaper do it when we can do it ourselves? And so, because I think we're not going to see less of that, we're going to see more of that. The teams trying to control their own narrative, telling their own stories interviewing their own players, yes, that's the other reason why we're kind of, I think, going towards more of this, where we'll see less and less of this coming from your local newspaper and more of it coming from the actual franchise itself. <clears throat> yes, and, and, and it's just not that's the That's the same. way of the world. That's where we're headed. And also, like, artificial intelligence is going to automate a lot of this stuff, and it's just not going to be the same. I mean, it'll get by, but it's not going to be the same. You know, like if I could, if I you keep bringing AI in, like it's going to replace the the journalist. Period. It will replace uh, a, some function of what they do, not all of it, but it can't. Will, but like a game story, you know, there's no. I mean, what like AI can't tell you whether this Tiger season's over or not. Only John Martin. Well, that's true. I mean, can. in terms of opinions uh, and things human like that, brain. Yes, I do think there are. I, I don't think AI can replace audio because. It's you. It just can't. I mean, they, they, you you can tell when hey, you hear I can't something. go get, can't can't go to all those towns. Drew just didn't get all those quotes either. They can't tell that story the same yeah, way. Yeah, no, it can't do that story. It can't do that story. There's no question. You're about saying it. just scores and all that. That stuff. Like, ESPN's it, churning it, out recaps, things junk. like that. Yes. You know, which are honestly game stories are the least valuable things that now. It, you know. I mean, I you know, in just terms of what you learn, everybody watched the game. Everybody, you know, what I'm saying like. Uh, it's but it's about the it's about the access about your institutional and that's what AI can never have AI can never have the institutional knowledge of whatever the topic may be I mean they just have what they've been told yep. what they've been fed um, they can't possess that you know what I'm saying they get, AI can't tell you why Tubby Smith had to get the hell up out of here you know they can't tell you that but AI AI definitely scares me bro and there's no point well, in I can tell there's no point in like well, hello there. being so, super anxious about it because what's going to be is going to be. But I do hope we get it in check at some point because I just I worry about just the impacts, not necessarily on what I do, but like a lot of jobs that could be automated, you know, in, in our country. How, do, how, do, how does that, you know, how does that sort of square um, and what becomes of those jobs and those people, mm-hmm. you know? Don't worry, your man uh, Joe's going to create more jobs. Joe. Joe Biden. <laughs> I love I love talking politics with you. I mean, y- it's so fun. <laughs> yeah, I uh, create more jobs when those AI jobs take over and the automation takes over. John, well, because here, here here's the truth: like a lot of people um, are 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 saying summer's coming, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because the Tigers are doing what they're doing, the Grizzlies are obviously just it's just a it's just a race to the finish. You're just of the playing season. it out now. You found two guys. So as far as I'm concerned, the summer's here. It's here, and we'll win. We're in it. Yes. Got it. So That's why I told about showboats. You know, we need to sort of be able to br- expand. You know, we need to be able to talk intelligently about, you know, uh, Russia's what capabilities. Right. We need to be able to talk You're- about the, the election. We need to be able to talk about all these things that are going on because, folks, it's going to be a cold summer. 
It's already here. All right. What's the what's the the the, the groundhog? Phil, he came out. He said, uh, "Yeah, Puxitani." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came out and said the Memphis sports, uh, you know, winter is going to last. It's actually going to last up until September. You know, I wouldn't have believed it. So, if you told me that in late January, if I'd have told you that the best thing that could happen for Memphis sports in 2024 was the football team, would you have believed that? No. But it's true. It's 100 percent true. It's possible. I mean, the Grizzlies could. That's how dark it is. We'll see what the Grizzlies do, right? We'll see, you know. I I'll, mean, finding those two might end up being huge. But that's not going to be a 2024 event necessarily. That'll be like a whenever it, whenever mm, it actually. Vince's going to be seventh in the rotation. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, it's going to help us win a title next year. I know, but like. As that's, you know. That's a bad sports year. You got to say, if the best thing that happens, we found a seventh man. It just is. It's a bad Memphis sports year. Well, Gigi's going to be nine ten, but but he has he's going to rise, and then be in the top five. See, like that's a that's so, a, see. This is how dreamy you have. I mean, yeah, the kinds of things of, we're thinking about right now. Because is that what y'all mostly did last this week? Y'all just, y'all just winter. play y'all just play charades for a whole nah, week. Long we actually long? talked to Danny Green, who said the Grizz is doing a great job. Yep, didn't seem he did. bitter. Danny didn't seem was, bitter at the front no, office at all, did he? I don't know. No, yeah. it was a really good. Weird. I'll play the clip coming up. It was weird. That is unnecessary, but I'm just saying no. And we talked to Joe, who wished your son and you a great future. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. And we talked to some <laughs> some highly sought eighth graders, who I believe uh, okay. my man Mark Giannato has now jumped on. Yes. We'll be writing about as well. I think that sort of so gives you an somehow illustration we got, of somehow the we got through. time of year we're in. We uh, did talk some Gigi, though, didn't we, Brad? Because we were very giddy. A lot of Gigi. I mean, uh, come people on, are excited bro. about you gotta, I mean, it's, How do you not get giddy about Gigi Jackson? I, I totally agree. One take we have not gotten from you that has happened since we last spoke was, what did you think of the All-Star game? We talked a lot about that on Monday. Yeah, so the, the the whole weekend and the experience, et cetera, et cetera. The All Star Game was an embarrassment. It was an absolute embarrassment, and it and it made, it's made even worse by the fact that literally everybody associated with the league went to those dudes and said, "Please try." Larry Bird did it. Adam Silver did it. Mm-hmm. I think Magic did it, and they still didn't do it because they wanted more money. You've given and them all the power. Watch. They still and, watched it, though. And what I would say is the pearl clutching about the All-Star game itself I think is a little silly because it's just an All-Star game at the end of the day. It's just a stupid, meaningless – it's meaningless. So, of course, it's going to be low effort. It's, it means nothing to anybody. But I do think it is – I think it, the reaction is a little bit more volatile because it's symptomatic of the rest of the product, which is undeniably suffering. Because, like, when I hear Anthony Edwards say – this is a break. A break from what? Y'all don't play in the regular season. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't try then. So what y'all taking a break from? Just like uh, uh, scheduled games? I mean, it's like that's the part to me that that's where you lose me. It's symptomatic of the rest of what the NBA has become, which is low effort for the most for most of this regular season. <clears throat> uh, guys in and out of the lineups based on, you know, what like little nicks and knacks here and there, um, and not trying until late April. Now, that's never going to change. I don't know, man. I think it's phasing out. And you get much of what you're talking about is the old heads that are doing that. The the LeBrons, the – I mean, you can't even say the Clippers. Kawhi is playing this year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he is. But I'm saying that if you look at OKC and you used Ant as an example, Minnesota's in first right now and yep. everything else. They've, he, he plays the, a lot of the, games. The, 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 the young guard that's coming well, into the league. Tatum. 
Yeah, there ain't many young ones that are sitting you're and right. doing what you're the right. old is doing. So, like, like I think you have so to like maybe there'll be a, a little bit well, of a the phase stars out. Stars are think, still doing it though, like Embiid. Oh, a thousand Giannis, percent. Again, you know, a lot of those guys, you know, getting up there now. Jokic but, plays a lot, but the young ones. No, you're right. I'm talking about the new generation. But I who wonder, this will is that, about to be handed that, off. Well, that is that just because they're young? Man, I, I hope. I, I hope it's not. I hope they're sitting. You know, j- even you know, and Jalen Brown's a little bit older. But even the thinking of right. I'm going to be different here. I'm going to be the all-star that goes back to this. Forget the embarrassment yeah. and everything. Like that kind of thinking. Like you see from these young guys, I want to be out there. Like, you know, Wimby is losing his tail off. But he's out. I mean, he's and he's a rookie and everything else. He's excited. But he's out there. And just hopefully, whether it's a Shea Gilgis Alexander, all of it, these young guys will take a pride in that. And, Absolutely. And, and as you pass it off to this to the new guard, you know, there's less of this, John. What you're well, what you're talking about that is a reality right now, and it does it it ruins the product. Yeah, like I don't you care know. about the All Star game. Like I like it was it was a bad watch. It was it was just Carl Towns trying to just score everything. Bro, Scotty Barnes just going straight yeah. line layups. Yeah, I mean, just that, to get to 200, it that, was awful, yes, brutal. That was definitely. It, it was just I, I I get why Adam Silver was like, and to the East, he felt let down. Yes, and he, they hung him out you to dry. The most points. You know, yeah, I understand why he was. I don't care about that. You could, I don't, I don't think the All Star Game needs any more resources or efforts dedicated into fixing it because it is forever what it's going to be. What I would say is, how do we focus on changing the perception of the regular season? How do we focus on making sure that our fans feel like regular season games are worth going to, worth watching? Yeah. You know, that's that's what I that's if I was the commissioner, and that may be too insidious an issue. Until you get LeBron and Steph and 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 Durant and Jan, and you don't want those guys out of the league. You want them in your league, <clears throat> so it it might be it might just be too insidious of an issue to try to attack. But but that would be my concern. If it was like a super competitive eighty two game season where you know there was a race in both leagues or both conferences, and you know the All Star game was not competitive, I don't think anybody would have batted an eye. I think it's just people are so fatigued by the lack of effort. Seemingly, night to night in the NBA, guys not not knowing when you're playing, not showing up on the injury report until ten minutes before the game. I think that's where the NBA is taking the hit, and the All Star Game got the brunt of it. But and I know that in the dunk contest was as usual, t- awful. Brad didn't like Sabrina and Steph. You didn't. <clears throat> you didn't either. I, it was f- whatever. I mean, come on, <clears throat> you guys need to lighten up. I didn't, I didn't have a negative opinion on it. It wasn't a sexist view either. It was just that it just was like <laughs> meh. I mean, she held herself well. It was the most watched part of the weekend. Yeah, people yeah. were excited to see him compete. Yeah, I mean, like she, you know, I, I, you can run it back in a different way, like bring Caitlin Clark in there. I like yeah, that. I like. I think that's the best idea. Yeah. I like that idea. Dame and Steph versus Caitlin and Sabrina. Yeah, you could do that's something fun. like that. Yeah, like there's a lot to people like battle the sexes. Yeah, know? especially like real ones. That used that to be like a thing in like game well, shows, that, that and reality was, shows. Well, I mean, the Riggs thing and Billie Jean King—that was a joke. But this, yes. this was like, yeah. I mean, this was a real competition. <gasps> she could have won if Steph hadn't gotten hot at the end. I mean, she, she did would, put up a twenty-six. She would have. She had her first five right out the rack. Had him Absolutely. on the ropes there to start. Now uh, we put some WA players in the uh, in the regular All Star game. How's that gonna go? Try that once, you know. Put mix it up. Now you want to play. play. Let's go co-ed league, Jason. I mean, I want to well, go. See that I'm all in on your your plight here. Watch your celebrity game then. Because that's what. Hey, look, I'm for the cause. I'm all in. There was some drama with the awesome with the celebrity game. Man, I just I can't get over how good a basketball player Michael Parsons is. My God, he is a good player. Bro tried so hard. (laughs) 
That man was tried. Tried and succeeded. Now he had 37. He's dunking on folks out there. Puka would play well too, right? Puka was awesome. And and takes all had like a Jordan dunk. He's super athletic. Yep. Yeah. Puka was impressive. CJ Stroud. The problem for him is he's because he's so big, he's matched up against Micah. Yes. A guy who would be trying to tackle him. I do and Micah's enjoy bowing him over and everything. I do enjoy the NFL players though. Like if you're gonna have you gotta oh, have they took over. Yeah. Because that'll actually make it a fun game. Super Puka, fun. CJ and Micah had the only ones, right? Yes. The only, yeah. I think there might have been one but those are the three that stood out in terms football, of NFL guys. Football players playing basketball at a high level is fun to watch. Dude. They used to do a tour in Illinois, the Bears did. They did a tour of a bunch of high schools. They did like 30 high schools in the 80s. And I'd see Otis Anderson and these cats playing basketball. It's amazing to watch dudes like that. Uh, the next year that Patrick Mahomes doesn't make a Super Bowl, they need to get him out there. I want to see yes. Patrick Mahomes out there hooping because um, you've seen the high school highlights of him. He can play. C.J. Stroud was a He's a baller. Yeah. Yeah, he can play. But no, I'd love to see Patrick out there, but he's always going to be like in the Super Bowl the week before. So you're not going to be able to get Mm. him. Yes. um, That's definitely, um, that was was a highlight, I I would say. And like, like Kelsey, Micah had drop steps and Euro steps. It was amazing. Kelsey Plum went at one of the, uh, one of the players there. Tristan Jass, one of the, uh, you know, he's one of the content creators, influencers that they put in the game. Said he didn't have any assists. Yeah. yeah, did you see that? that? I was, it I was, was like, awkward. Weirdly, I would like watched a lot of that game. Yeah, I can tell. And so, like, he comes over and he's like, "What's up, y'all?" He's like showing love, and like she shakes his hand and says, "Pass the ball, bro," right. and then double taps his head. But did you see what he said? I got. He said he shot back real quick, yeah. real witty. Like, oh, I got some assists or something. He says, but it was, it was. He says, "I will do." I got five assists. Though. Yeah, he shot it back real fast. The number. And then he came back after the game on Twitter and said, "I had more assists at halftime than you averaged your whole career." Oh, he took it personal. Like he looked like he had brushed it off real good when they were the camera was following him after she said that. You know the other thing I noticed about Kelsey, it's funny you bring her up. She's tired of being asked about Kaitlyn Clark. Yep. It was her record that Kaitlyn blo- broke. And so I whenever that question came up, you could see it in her eyes getting it again. She's tired of it. I bet she's glad that it's done that she doesn't have to be asked. Kaitlyn's a bigger it. star. You're constantly being asked about right. what it's, you it's think fair. of this young lady point. who's taking your record. Yeah. I can understand her frustration of answering it for the hundredth time. It's tough. But I yeah. could completely see that on her face when she was asked about it. I would also say the women's game has grown since Kelsey played. I mean, that's 10 years ago, right? I mean, yeah. that's, it's grown, and it, it's get, it gets more coverage. It gets the, more, the coverage has grown yeah. exponentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that like it's on TV more, you know? Yeah. And, and and so I think that's just a that's a direct result, you know. what I'm saying of of all of that 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 Caitlin's you know record, uh, you know, being the new one is is getting the coverage that it gets. So she's anyway. also doing those Steph shots too, those fifty footers. She's doing those wild like pull up shots. Like yep, we didn't does. see that she before. Does. She is a, different. She, she, she's a different. Like when she went for the record, she did a she did stunners. That's right. That's right. That's she wanted a stun. It ain't layups. No, bro. It's it's like you're you're jacking that up from you know twenty five feet. That's yeah. true. Uh, anyway, thanks to Drew Hill for joining us on the show. We'll come back. Stick around, Jason and John. I turn FM, ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Live Love Memphis Group at the Real Estate Agency is here to help you. They want to help you sell your home and get the most money for it. That is the goal, right? After all, get you into a dream home and help you get the most money for your last one that you could put toward a down payment on the new one. That's the way it should work. That's the way it does work every single time with the Live Love Memphis Group. Testimonies all around. But you got to make that call. You got to reach out. Get an email to soldolivelovememphis.com. 901-625-5200. Very important number. It's how you get a hold of Jennifer Carsonson and her team and get this process started. A process that she can make very simple for you. Uh, the other agents, they might tell you no, like they did recently with our friends, the Vanamans. They can't help you. Jennifer Carsonson always going to do her best. And in the case of the Vanamans, when others were telling them, no, we can't help you, she did. Got them happy because she got that home sold for a price that they love. Then helped them find their dream home. Did something very similar for me five, six years ago. Changed my life. That's no exaggeration. She can do it for you. Spring's coming. Want to get that thing ready? Get it on the market. Talk to Jennifer Carsonson, 901-625-5200. So Live Love Memphis, Live Love Nash, and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. So it was the end of an era last night on ESPN Plus, Jason as uh, Greg Gaston announced that it would be the final broadcast for John Albright, former Tiger, yeah. former uh, University of Memphis, I guess Memphis State, right? Would have yeah. been Memphis State. Memphis State Tiger, John Albright. That was his last broadcast <clears throat> against uh, – he went out on a win. He went out on a win against the Charlotte 49ers. How about that? I think Drew missed an opportunity – at last night's game. Ooh. You going to go at the man's journalistic chops. Oh, well, I've just last two weeks I've got, I've done nothing but give Drew flowers. Seems like, pieces, seems like everybody for missed For the him. pieces that he's done, uh, the trip piece, the la- you should have seen his game story on Gigi versus Dylan. Mm. But I got to say here, we could have made it about John Albright going out on a dub. Yeah, you could have. Do you know that John Albright's been like the Tiger analyst voice? Here locally since I was a child. How many different... He's not aging. Are we talking 40 years? Man, it has Maybe to 30? go... It has to go back at least 30. He sounds... I, he I still was listening for it last night. Greg had tossed it to him, and 
you know, he sort of signed off for that last time. But I was trying to get the number, and I don't, I don't think he ever said it. Just because I, I think he might have said decades, and and I'm try, I was trying to figure it out because, dude, what was it? The WKNO replays. I don't. He, John goes back to when I was watching as a child. That's how long he's been around. What's crazy, and I've told him this is in person. He has not aged at all mm-hmm. since then. Of course, the pipes still sound the same. I'm talking about the man doesn't have a wrinkle. So, uh, but but more importantly, he has been that voice that's been there for so long. Yeah, man, I thought that you know, this this is uh, John Albright signing off. And salute that man. Respect salute. respect Burger all day long. Yes. He has been respect. one of the voices of Tigers basketball locally here on television for a long since I was a child. So I got nothing but a. I got nothing but a uh, hope. Hope retirement is good for you, John Albright. That you enjoy it. Uh, you gave us many years, sir. Yeah, Appreciate your service. That's actually. Uh, I mean, uh, he's not, I don't feel like he's getting enough love well, for I, as long as he lasted. The longevity. Well, how many different platforms? Like, where, where was I appreciate he? it, Greg. Uh, it's uh, on ESPN Plus the last few. Like, where was he before? That's that? I th- all, all whatever the local broadcast was, and it's jumped gotcha, around yeah. year after year. Like I remember thirty there for a while, and then it was. The, wasn't it WKNO? I mean, I can't yeah. think back to all of them. Yeah, it's been, yeah. You've been through a there bunch. There was a year there on WKNO. Is, John was there before Greg. I mean, John's been. John's been. I think it was him and Wolo at one point. You know. Yeah. And so, I don't. I don't have his history in front of me, but I'm glad you mentioned it because we did. No, we didn't. We didn't get there. And uh, yeah, he deserves all the love in the world, man. Did a great job. Yeah, that was. Uh, and so now it's a new era. It's a new generation. Greg and somebody else. Greg and somebody else. Okay. Are you putting your name in the hat? Uh. They don't want me. You'd be great at it. No, we got to. They don't need what we do in there. We're too they, opinionated. They, yeah. Maybe they need that. No, I think they're, it's, not, they, no, they're no. looking for more straight-laced. Yeah. And just more straight-laced analysis. Yeah, they're going to trade. Yeah. You know, a guy a who, patsy, basically. I'm just going to – well, not a patsy, but, you know, somebody who knows their stuff. Typically you somebody know, who played the game. Player, right. uh, a player. That. A former yeah, player. You want, you want to have that guy. I, I got a name for you. I'm going to go and do it. <laughs> he did a little sideline work for him. Go and put Trey Draper on it, man. You know who might actually... Go and put Trey Draper on it. What, I'm getting no cosign on that? I think he's too busy with Jaws. He's running his AAU well, he, program. No, he was actually doing sideline work with Greg and John with that ESPN Plus broadcast earlier this year. Well, you know, I mean, you I, could I, just I, sit I, him I, in the I, analyst I, chair. If, if, if he's we're a gonna former end, I don't think Trey has the bandwidth. If, if we're going to endorse former players... And I, he's done women's basketball. How about he's Will Coleman? going on. I think Will Coleman would be really Will good Coleman. in that role. You Will know who would be good? Anthony Sane. Anthony Sane. We're, we're, we're looking at former players. Oh, okay. Sane ain't played nothing but these streets. Okay. I was just thinking of people that talk Sane about Sane would yeah. be good, like uh, like we're right saying, now. me and John, but yeah. we feel like in that role, it's always been you're going to have a former they want player, a, player? Right? a former they, Tiger yeah. probably. They don't want an analyst. I thought a... you were going to go Anthony Rice. Well, it's the player slash analyst. Okay. That's, what, that's what gives him the extra insights because he played the game. Okay. Right? Yeah. I would say Will Coleman would actually. He, he's Where put... is Anthony Rice? I have no idea. Where is Andre Allen? Bro, I, that I truly have no idea on. How the hell am I supposed to know where Andre Allen is? Burks. I got. I, I, I got. I got to beat on my man Burks. I know where Burks is. Antonio Burks. Yeah. Great former Tigers that could fill those shoes are. I don't think Antonio I, Burks is. What about John's, Josh Pastner? He's available. No, he's he's oh. working for two. He's oh. getting money with Peacock and oh. ESPN and everybody else. <laughs> okay. Again, former players. Burks. Uh, player. Burks is not. Burks is too I'm, hot for you're, TV. Your Will Coleman is good. Because he has some experience. I mean, I think those Will would be good. Yeah, he I, would. Yeah, he'd be good. I think those are definitely the. Um, Will Trey was shouting y'all out for the, the field of shoes. I love the great these kind of brainstorms, though. They're fun. Yeah. Hey, oh. former Tiger. Anybody else hanging around here locally? Former Tigers. Could do um, it. Moody. 
He's coaching. Like EP? Jeremy Perry, Hunt. yeah. Could EP do it? Of course he could, but he's busy with Grizzlies. Okay. He'd make a busy schedule. Make for he a- just does home games, I think, for Grizz. Well, maybe he could do that, then. Yeah, he could have a little bad if, 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 if he wants to pick up another Elliot would do a good job with would, Tigers. Yeah. He'd be, he'd yes. be, he is a Tiger. I mean, he is the Tiger. No, he you know? should definitely be at the top yeah, of the list. Yeah, EP would be If he wants one. to pick up another But, I, but I also don't mind sort of, you know, and again, I love EP and, and uh, love him to death, but I also wouldn't mind sort of just moving on to the next generation of, like, former player broadcaster as well and trying to groom the next, you know, whether it's Will Coleman or or Trey Draper or, you know, whatever. I got one. He might fall in love with the game again. Austin Nichols. Dude, Austin Nichols. Yeah. I... I <laughs> Now, now is he a talker? Like, like the Hank what? McDowell, like yeah, yeah, John you see what I'm saying? Fit, the like tall white, white guy, guy yeah, yeah, coming on in there. I mean, he he he's charming. He's a charming guy, right? Like he would come in, but no, I don't think he wants to do that. Our top candidates are Will, Will Coleman, Trey, yeah. yeah, Trey, who are local. number one. Look, this is they have experience. That that job pays like two hundred bucks, four hundred bucks. It I mean, pay. that's what it, it's a what, real. It's, you're not doing it for them, right? It's a nice right. little side hustle, but that's I'm saying, not like, about. Nobody not that's not living in Memphis already yes. is not going to do this. Yes, yes, that's yes, fair. Yes. Yeah, that's totally fair. So if you're living in Memphis, yeah, it's a good side hustle, but it's not going to you know it's not going to uh, supplement you or the, move you here. The real secret with those jobs, those play by play jobs. Is there a grind if you're on the trips? Like, especially oh, baseball. Yeah. One six, think of 162. If you think of basketball, think of mm. 30 games and then 15 to 20 on the road. Uh, you know, uh, Grizzlies, you get first-class treatment, but there's 82. It is a grind. You know? You're away from your family, and yeah, this is an easy job because it's just here. I don't know how you would have a family, honestly, and do it properly. In fact, that's why I, I think the rate of divorce is probably higher for those folks, honestly. It, it may be. It may be. I don't know. Uh, but it's yeah, tough. It's it was, tough. It was, I'm, thank you for stopping the show. We needed to. Yeah. I don't think enough people are doing that today. Man. Shout out to John. Respect, brother. John Albright. Thank you for your service. Many, many years. Speaking of former Tigers who were doing it big post-playing career, our man Billy Richmond. Is it his birthday this week? It, it just passed, yes. Happy birthday, Wing Guru. Oh, you can celebrate the Wing Guru by getting over to Wing Guru. And getting some of the best wings, the best wings in Memphis. My go-to, garlic sriracha, y'all know that. But they have all kinds of different flavors, whatever your palate may be. If you want the can't-catch-cow, if you want the triple-J sauce, uh, if you want the lemon pepper. I mean, I saw them on uh, on a spot, what was it, last week, two weeks ago with DraftKings. They came in here and profiled yeah. him. I mean, he is just blowing up, and that is not a surprise Best wings, and they're right here in Memphis, over at the Wing Guru. No question about it. When you uh, when you get over there, you'll see twenty two flavors, as John mentioned. Mine's the Nashville hot. He told you garlic sriracha. We now know that Brad is a lemon pepper uh, king. Whatever yours is, in, in fact, here are some very specific instructions. We want you to try the Triple J and do it while you're reading Drew Hill's three part series on Jaron Jackson Jr. Please do that. It, it, it'll all work together. You'll love it when you see Billy Richmond, the former Tiger basketball star, turn Chicken House King. You tell him, Jason John. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Sent you. Let's go! Robert Howard Jewelers is the number one place to buy diamond engagement rings because you're going to get more choices. They make custom design of that engagement ring risk-free and easy. You're going to get peace of mind with the meant-to-be guarantee. Buy your loose diamond and custom-made engagement ring at Robert Orange. You got 365 days to bring it back, no questions asked. These are just a few of the things that you get at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Stop by today. Told you I wish I could rewind the clock when I was buying Fate's ring and see how it. Because if you can dream it, they can make it. I'm pretty sure this is what Jeffrey did. You can just show him a picture of what she wants. That would have made it a lot easier for me than all that guessing I did. And they'll create the ring that's uniquely hers. You get free ring sizing for life. Robert Irwin Jewelers free jewelry spa service for life. So your ring is going to be great and in good hands for the rest of its natural life. So if you're in the market for an engagement ring, you got to get over to Howie and Robert Irwin Jewelers. They're going to make you the best deal now. Three locations, South Haven Bartlett and the brand-new Diamond Showroom on Perkins Extended. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices always at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Also online at rijewelers.com. Uh, we're back. Jason and John, Turn FM, ESPN. Uh, did see some reports that do mention Laird Veach as a possible right. candidate for Missouri, which Legit I think reports. we expected, right? Yeah. He's been a, a candidate before. Right. Yeah. So that's something <laughs> to, been there before. to monitor. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, that's that's something that we can keep an eye on here uh, in the next few weeks. Going to do it for us today. Thanks to Drew Hill for joining us. Thanks to Jeff Hawkins for joining us as well. Get out on Jeffrey Rob next. Don't miss it. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.